Welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast. Sing me a song. You're a singer. It's your boy, the King of Bongstyle, Jim Vicious. Joined, as always, by Sir Robert of Blades, Mr. Bobby Blades. What's up? Merry Christmas to everyone, and thanks for tuning in on this day after Christmas. Um, before we go any further, we're, I want to give or a special ten years shot. in the future. <laughs> huh? Oh, ten boy. years in the future? What? Well, they could be joined. I mean, they could be listening to this ten years in the future. Oh, that is true. I didn't think of that. They could be listening to this a thousand years in the future. If you are, I have to ask, why are you listening to us? <laughs> anyway, um, what's up? Before we go any further, what? Yeah, before we go any further, I want to give a shout out to Break the Apocalypse podcast, uh, the boys who have always shown us support. So much love to those guys. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, yeah. Wadza, all that. Yeah. So Kwanza. yeah, as you mentioned, it's the uh, it's the day after Christmas. That is December twenty sixth. And uh, how was your Christmas? What did you do? It was a nice, relaxing Christmas. Um, I decided to follow your tradition this year by ordering Chinese food from a restaurant that I usually go to, and they have good shit. Um, I should have known something was up when I called in and they're like, we don't, we're not making chicken tempura today because it takes too long and we're busy. I'm like, what the fuck? No chicken tempura. Okay. So. <laughs> Props for not doing an accent when you did their voice. I was, I was ready to, but I was like, nah, I don't think I'll do it. <laughs> You're adapting, dude. You're adapting to our modern society. <laughs> Um, oh, we, no, we don't make chicken tempura. I'll do it. No tempura today. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Dude. Um, but yeah, so I was a little, I was a little upset about that because I love chicken tempura. But I got chicken fried rice along with sweet and sour chicken. Yes, I'm overloaded with chicken. Um, so I was expecting that. You know, food came, opened it up smelled good looked at the chicken how the fuck do you burn chicken when you're frying it i mean this was it was super burnt it was overcooked it must have been left in the fryer way too long it was it was so overcooked that when i bit into it it just crumbled and it was fucking horrible like that was probably the worst experience i've had and they didn't even make the rice properly it was like they did a rush job on everything and then they forgot that, you know, the sweet and sour chicken to take that shit out of the fryer. So I don't think I'll be going back to that place next year. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you have it. Uh, one quick question for you. Can you take fucking Reva McIntyre's ghoulish face? That <laughs> <laughs> or I need to type a bunch to get rid of her. Like, uh, she's just staring hold at on. Me I wonder fucking... if I'm able to actually remove that. Let me see. Like, oh, yeah, I can, can delete it. All right. Here we go. She's like, hey, y'all. <laughs> there. Out of here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Leave me alone, Reva. She's been That's staring the shits, at you. man. Uh, we order Chinese, as we do every Christmas, uh, from the place that we always do, like our main Chinese place. And, uh, I mean, they knocked it out of the fucking park, man. Everything was perfect, as usual. Everything's good. We order from there. We eat out every Friday. Uh, then you know usually it's just that place we get. I mean, there's been times where we get Chinese every Friday from there for like months. So yeah, they knocked out of the park. We had uh my old man come over to our apartment and eat Chinese with us, which 
it's weird because we don't ever really have anybody over here. Oh, wow. Uh, but my father is single this Christmas, you know, as my stepmother passed away this last summer. Not from COVID. <laughs> not from have co- you have to you have to put that in as an aside. Like, not from COVID, by the way. Yeah. So we had him come over. We watched. Uh, we all watched the Browns get fucking fucked over by the refs and lose to the Packers, which pissed me off. And uh, but at least our Chinese food is good. Yeah. At least you didn't have shitty Chinese food on Christmas Day. I'm sure there's a lot of Chinese places there. First off, does this place have a buffet that you ordered from? No, no buffets. Wow, I you know usually those places are the kind of shittier ones. Yeah, and I expect more from a place that does have a buffet. <laughs> no, this is a legit like um, Szechuan, Szechuan Mandarin, and fucking they also do Japanese food, but there's no buffets there, um, and they're usually on point with the food. But I don't know. I guess they got overloaded, and they just didn't feel like doing shit on Christmas Day. So they gave you shitty food. Uh, thank Satan for the godless <laughs> fucking Chinese. Dude. <laughs> yeah, fucking great. Dude. Yeah. Oh man. I love the Chinese. Like fuck you. <laughs> you know, like that's a big day for them. They make, they make fucking bank. Oh fuck yeah. I never thought that there would be so many people ordering Chinese. I was like, hey, that's a good idea, you know, just get Chinese food. But everybody else had that fucking idea, too. Oh, dude, that's, yeah, that's well established, yeah. They've been watching um, a Christmas story a lot. A very evil listener of SCL. I won't, we won't mention his name. <laughs> or where he works. Well, we won't mention his name because of where he works. He, he's a waiter uh, at, at Denny's. And he said there was, like, fucking hour, hour two-hour-long waits yesterday. Jesus Christ. I think I know who you're talking about. You kind of gave it away with that little hint there. Oh, yeah, the evil. Yeah, he's very evil. Yeah. <laughs> very nice, very evil like Dan <laughs> But people don't really want to do shit like on Christmas, and not everybody has shit. Like, every Christmas we go to my... Oh, fuck you, Discord. What happened? Cocksucker. No, it just looked like it was going to freeze. Oh, don't you dare. shit. Fuck we it go to my mom's flow. on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, we don't do shit. Every other Christmas, she works. So, like, I just sit around the house by myself all day yesterday. Just like <laughs> sat around, played games, playing Xbox. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, two things of that chicken tempura. This one is that a Chinese food? Uh, no, it's Japanese actually. Oh, okay. And secondly, I think less of people who <laughs> ordered sweet and sour chicken. Why? I go. What do you? What do you? We're ordering Chinese. What do you want? Sweet sour chicken? It's fucking delicious. Yeah, it's like what you order for a five-year-old. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, My girlfriend orders it all the time, and I'm like, we fucking get something with a vegetable in it? I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. Yeah, I usually have, like, mint fried rice or pad thai, but this restaurant doesn't make pad Much thai. Much more respectable dishes. Than- yeah. I get that fucking general sow shit. You know? Oh, I love that shit. But I don't know. I think I just didn't think of it. I was like, oh, since I can't have, you know, chicken tempura, I'll just have. Yeah, you came in with one thing. Yeah. yeah sweet and sour chicken. That's that's like my go to. I don't eat sweet and sour chicken. I just. It's just, you know, it's just like very. 
it's like a thing a kid would eat. You know. Well, that's kind There's of no vegetables. It's just like very. Yeah. Well, I don't you know, like people vegetables. Will be like, <laughs> they'll try to say like, oh, this Chinese place is the best. Or this place is better than that place. And they ordered sweet and sour chicken. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> you order sweet and sour chicken, you can't judge anything. Well, Are there flavorless fucking pieces of chicken inside of breading with like, <laughs> sauce on it? Breaded with other ones? Like, <laughs> like, I guess a better sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, they do load up the chicken fried rice with quite a few vegetables. I mean, you got peas, you got bean sprouts, they got little carrot slices in there and everything so they do pack some vegetables in there it's fair because when we order from our our second well it's like a it's a buffet place so it's like we'll order from there sometimes it's cheaper it's like right by our house but they have onions in the rice and my girlfriend picks it out her sweet and sour chicken <laughs> why the fuck onions are great man she eats them sometimes she, not other times she refuses to eat any vegetables on pizza Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the best when it's got them crisp green peppers on there with the fucking onions. I'm- I feel like I have to, like, cut things into dinosaur shape to get her to eat them. <laughs> you got to like, do the airplane. what it's like to feed a child. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Kind of. That's, that's epic, man. There you go. Uh, order Chinese on Christmas Day. It's the shit. Yeah, it is. But. Don't be fooled. They're not open on Thanksgiving. One year I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just get Chinese. And then not a single place was open on Thanksgiving. They, uh, the Chinese fuck with Thanksgiving, I guess. <laughs> they celebrate Thanksgiving, but they're like, Christmas, fuck you. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's just like such a longstanding tradition, I think. Yeah. In this country that Chinese places are open. And they, they like I said, they do bank. Denny's do. Denny's is open around here. And it's like people don't want to do shit. That's, I guess, my point is like a lot of people don't really have something that they do. Yeah. On Christmas Day. They either don't celebrate or they do it on Christmas Eve or, you know, or they just don't want to cook and they want to get some food. But I mean, I couldn't imagine going like I'd rather have a hot sauce enema than go sit in a fucking Denny's any day, much less on Christmas (laughs) Day. You and your fucking hot sauce enemas. Oh, shit. Well, like it's something I came up with. I don't know. At some point as very unpleasurable. Yeah. If this was the wrestling pod, I would say like I'd rather be blood brothers with abdullah the butcher or something <laughs> have abdullah the butcher bleed on you for a little bit oh yeah that, that's the extreme version is abdullah the butcher bleed into a funnel that's inserted into the head of my dick <laughs> wow that sounds familiar, horrible. He, uh, he has hepatitis oh yeah i knew that i meant everybody else oh okay Sorry, I thought you were talking to me. The guy's know. also somehow 80 years old and weighed like fucking 450 pounds his whole life. I don't understand. Didn't he have his legs removed? No, that was... Um, oh, sorry, I'm thinking of somebody else. That was Kamala. Yeah. Diabetes. You're mixing up your obese black wrestlers. <laughs> Be like, they all look the same. Jesus. <laughs> all right, pal. <laughs> Vince McMahon, he thought um, Apollo Creed looked like who the fuck was it now? Uh, he thought Apollo, Apollo Creed. Cruz? Yeah, Apollo Cruz. Sorry, Apollo Cruz and Bobby Lashley were the same person. <laughs> no, I think that's really? what. I don't know. I haven't watched wrestling in so long, but I believe you guys like were talking about foot- that shit a couple years ago, man. 
uh, what is like five foot something, and Lashley's pretty fucking tall. Lashley's like six one, six two. Yeah, I guess it was the running joke where Vince McMahon thought all black people looked the same, so he's like, <laughs> they're both bald, you know. Send send out Bobby Lashley, and they put out Apollo Cruz and shit. He's, like, he's not as tall as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> he's still got big muscles though. Yeah, Christmas, man, as a whole, I, I fucking don't like it. You know, it's the crossroads of capitalism and Christianity, mm, and yeah. I don't like either of those things, really. So, like, those two meeting is just like, bleh. Well, I got to say this year, Christmas was good because it wasn't all fucking, uh, you know, I didn't get caught up in it and just uh, have, had a very chill Christmas having Chinese food and shit. And it wasn't all about presents or nothing. It was just basically another fucking day. You know? I treated it like that. And so I didn't really get caught up in the hype. Yeah. I'm just not a big fan of the whole process. You know? Like me and my chick giving each other a gift. I like that. I like, you know. But it's like the go to someone's house. Like we go to my mom's house and like, you know, you got to sit there while her only grandchild opens like. She's insane fucking gifts, you know, which it, it's fair. It's not like she, you know, whatever, does more for this kid than anybody else. It's all fair, but it's like you still sit there forever watching this kid open shit that like, <laughs> you know, kids open shit. They're like, oh, but like in three yeah. months, they're not going to give a shit about that. You know, it'll be like on the Roman sale or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, to but, be fair, we do that shit as kids, too, though. You know, we play with it for a couple of weeks and then forget about it. Of course, of course. But yeah, anyway, my shit is always just like our immediate family, so it's not that bad. My old deaf hippie uh, great uncle came out. That was pretty fucking rad. <laughs> he's like 65 years old. Well, he might be 70. He's probably 70 years old, actually. He's fucking like long ass hair still. Kind of looks like a elderly, cowardly lion. <laughs> Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Just making sure, because my Discord's <laughs> a piece of shit. Yeah, Discord is known for screwing up. At least with us. I yeah. don't know, because you guys use um, Streamlabs when you do your show, right? I don't know. Oh, fuck it. Tyler Fudge is the master of all that. He's the, he's the guy. He's the Google guy. So yeah, moving on, I guess, from Christmas bullshit. Um stuff I jotted down and looking back when I look back at it before we started I was like these are all kind of negative things <laughs> and unpopular opinions and I don't know if that's what we want to do today maybe I, everybody else is feeling like fuck all this as well I don't know I think a lot of people are because I mean by the by the time the new year rolls around you're pretty much tapped out you're like I'm done with this shit yeah Hopefully we get a three another four day week at my job. It's technically Friday is just not anything, but yeah. But a lot of people have New Year's Eve plans, so they usually cut that shit out. Well, it's uh, weird. It's like some people at my job, higher fucking up people get holidays, some holidays like New Year's. They'll get a holiday for it, so they're gonna have to take off Friday or Monday, probably Friday. So hopefully that means that everybody else can take Friday off as well. Uh, if they try to make us work, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> it's like the only payoff to 
this fucking bullshit time of year. And at my job, it's the worst. This is the worst time of year. It's like two, three day weekends back to back. Like you go fuck yourself. You try to take that from me. Take <laughs> it from my cold, dead hands. Over oh, my dead it. body. I'll take that COVID shot over my dead body. Uh, oh, speaking of shit, I'm just recovering from <clears throat> the booster. It really fucking oh, yeah. whipped my ass, man. Mm. So I got it on I, uh, Thursday. I had nothing for the, the first two shots, but the booster, I did feel like shit the next day. Oh, yeah? Okay. That I got day, on the second you know? shot, I got, I was fucked up for about three days. And then the booster, I didn't feel anything for about 10 hours. And then once at like nighttime, I was sleeping, woke up, everything was in pain. Like my arm was fucking throbbing. I think I had a little bit of a fever. Um, body pains everywhere, like the flu, but 10 times worse than that. It was just fucking, oh. I was a walking, miserable bastard. And that lasted for about a day and a half. And it's a little bit better now, but I'm still fucking tired. Mm. Later that night, I just felt uh, hot and cold at the same time, which was weird. <laughs> like I'd be cold for a minute and then hot for a minute and just back and forth. Going through and then the next pause. day, I just felt like a bag of smashed assholes. <laughs> I love that. Bag Actually, for two assholes. fucking days. Yeah. Fuck the. No, if they say you got to get another booster, I'm going to like kiss my fucking ass, man. I haven't had really any effects from that shit, so. I mean, I, I guess I will. If I get COVID, I'm fucking dead, you know? So, <laughs> like, if I got, un if I, got, I mean, not vaccinated, I guess. If I'm vaccinated and got it, I believe that it would diminish the effects enough that I would be, I would live. But yeah, uh, if I'm not vaccinated and I got COVID, I'd be fucking dead. Well, I would probably be too, because I got fucking asthma and respiratory issues and shit. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, like I anyway, heard. Oh, anyway, yeah. I don't want to get into this COVID shit. Yeah, no, I don't want to talk. Let's <laughs> let's talk shit on. Uh, I found I've really figured out where the future of the country, like how, why we're going backwards, and oh, I do really? feel like we're going backwards as a nation. Um, you know, with like the recent uh, fucking with of Roe v. Wade and shit like that. It's like, how is this possible? Oh, I did how hear we, about that. How are we, as a society, going backward? And I definitely think we are. Yeah, it feels as far like as progress. Because if you look at like the seventies, in the way things were going, you'd th you'd figure on that trajectory. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We would just be this like futuristic utopia, all this, you know. But it's it's not. Things are going backward, and I figured out why. Really? One one of my friends posted. <laughs> I don't know if he listens to this show. I don't mean this is like a personal insult to you if you do. I kind of do, but not really. It's more of a joke. He uh, posted a picture. I didn't even know his wife was pregnant. Of their fifth child. Wow, five. And it's like, first off, the world doesn't need five more examples of anybody and their wife. You know? Uh, so secondly. Agree. <laughs> these They are religious people. And as far as I was aware in the past, he was definitely a conservative guy. But we've been friends since we're children, so we look beyond our our differences. You know what I'm saying? But all of these kids go to a Christian private school, and I'm like, this is how they're getting us, man. 
He's putting five Christian, like five upper middle class, um, you know, suburban kids through a religious conservative school from from the beginning until the graduation of high school. And what are we putting out there? Nothing, because we were smart enough not to have kids. Well, there's that. <laughs> there is that. But that's why it's going backwards, is my point. Because there's five right there. There's five seemingly in the future future conservative Christian people who are going to be voting, who are going to be, you know, part of everything. Five people who are going to be painting their faces and storming the Capitol. Five people who went to a Christian conservative private school their entire lives before going to college that's paid for for them probably at another one similar like that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then we'll go into the world and yeah we'll vote to push us to towards an authoritarian fucking government because uh, what is a Christian fucking school other than an authoritarian <laughs> government I think we're pretty much fucked no matter what kind of uh you know, we got a two-party system, and that two-party system has not worked and will not work. Um, but nothing's going to change. It's going to be status quo. So, you know, we're pretty much fucked. Especially when one... I mean, they both are trash, but especially when one is, like, super authoritarian. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Coming back, just wait, dude. Just enjoy your time now, because... If that fat, stupid fuck lives long enough, he's going to run for president again. Yeah. What is it? 2024? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know it. And and there will be uh, the mouth breathers that vote for him. I hope a fucking asteroid hits us before. <laughs> Man, if this virus doesn't take us all out, then, you know, just might. I'm at that point, I think. What we need is a fucking tsunami or some shit, you know? Jesus. (laughs) I mean, yo, I used to think about that, like, uh, about 10 or 15 years ago when that tsunami hit and, like, wiped out thousands of fucking people. I was like, oh, yeah, that's just nature, you know, uh, doing the culling. And I mean, it's it's a fucking tragedy, don't get me wrong, but there are far too many humans on this planet. Yeah. That's what people are saying too. When I was talking about having five kids, well, what do you want to do? Like China limit the yeah, yeah. Actually, I do. That would be cool if I was president. I would fucking put that shit into motion. Like it's not 1900 anymore. There's no need to have fucking six, seven, eight kids. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's I'm not sorry. like it's not like you got a fucking farm to take care of, and like you need kids to till the land and do shit like to take over when you're dead. But I think that's where we're going. I just think that I, I thought about that, and that's like that's where they're getting us. That's why this like the state I live in isn't getting any more really progressive. It is, but not to the point where like we're ever going to have a fucking you know Democrat governor or something. This is never going to happen because of shit like that, right? Because uh, you know people like we're not putting shit out there, and these motherfuckers are just like dropping kids out of their pockets. <laughs> You know what? Uh, in some ways, progressivism is fucking scary, too, because you've got these people on TikTok, you know, like we were talking about <laughs> last episode 
with all these new pronouns and everything. It's a point of personal privilege. <laughs> Maybe I'm just old, but I, I don't want to deal with your shit. Stop using gendered language. <laughs> I probably Not sound like the grouchiest motherfucker. That's like, uh, I mean, that, those people may identify as progressive politically, but they're also fucking stupid. They're insane. That's how I feel. Yeah, or these people who fucking, you know, Zer self and Bug self. Yeah. Bug went to Moth's house and fucking get the fuck out of here. Paw self, Maw self. I think that's just like modern children who don't have jobs or anything. Yeah, they got too much time on their hands. No skills or anything to draw attention to themselves, you know? Yeah. Like me as a kid, like when I was young, I would join punk bands and metal bands. Yeah, that's my, you know, but these kids don't have any actual skills. So they just stream on Twitch to like one person. Yeah, do Twitter or something. Not Twitter. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh... I was thinking of Twitch and Twitter, but yeah, they stream on TikTok and uh, make stupid shit. That you see because you're on TikTok. Yeah. Like, I watch it for mainly funny shit, cats, and booty. But I do come across the ultra R-worded shit, too. Don't play the (laughs) R-word. Well, there you go. This is that one. What else did I have? (laughs) <laughs> the notes like that I left myself. <laughs> so fucking stupid. I'd love to see the shit you jot down, man. <laughs> um, there. So okay. Well, I also should have mentioned at the start of it. We're gonna do with the top five, our top five albums. Yeah, top five so, of twenty twenty one, the best of. You know, just in my notes, one of the things it says is there aren't really that many deaf people. because i saw people sharing around this thing it was like it was like uh teach sign language which on the surface sounds like a good idea so like okay i mean if you want to learn sign language or i mean it sounded to me like they were saying teach that instead of you know like make every kid learn sign language and i looked it up and i was like how many deaf fucking people are there really i don't know any deaf people do you um I used to, but they moved. Those are blind motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know that many deaf people. Yeah. So I looked it up, and it's basically like a million people, over half of which are 65 plus. Numbers I looked at, I found 300,000. Someplace at 400,000. That's not shit, dude. And is this. Uh, and I'm not state, saying we shouldn't state for these people. We should, but. Should we teach every kid in school sign language when there's only like 400,000 people who use it? I mean, really? Well, so you think about the fact of like everything you see, you see somebody on the side. It's like, is he, is he going to go hate on deaf people? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Not really, but a little bit. <laughs> Here we go. There's every event you see somebody on the sign and they're doing sign language, right? Yeah, like whenever the governor or mayor is speaking, they, they've got yeah. somebody on the side. Which I get. And, I, you know, I'm fine with that. I don't know. I'm going to say, like, you know, I'm fine. I wonder who pays for that. I suppose we pay for that. <laughs> anyway. So isn't there this live 
Doesn't live TV not have closed captioning? I suppose it doesn't. Uh, live TV does, I believe. Because, you know, I was watching the news, and you know how I play video games. I turn on music, and I turn the sound all the way down, and I just read the subtitles. I Even do that racing shit. games, you I, Yeah, I know. I do that shit with the news, too. So, actually reading the captions in a live news broadcast, so they do have closed captions. So, like, some, some asshole standing at a podium, and he's talking, and it's coming up there? Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, what's the point, then? Um, I don't know. I don't see him at live events, that. which I get. Um, maybe not concerts. I've seen him at concerts. I don't get what that's about. Have you seen that? Closed captioning at concerts? <laughs> no, like on the side of the stage, like somebody who doing sign language of like what the lyrics of the song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should, I, you not, I've never dude. seen that shit. How the? F- oh, dude. What the hell? It's out there. I, I don't know. Okay, that's weird. I know deaf well, people listen by... Well, if you go to a concert, by, if you're you know, deaf they, and you go to a concert, you can feel... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can feel the so, vibrations through your body yeah. and shit. So I guess it does make sense, actually. We've made sense of that ourselves. Yeah, but wouldn't it make more sense if the person was deaf and they were also a fan, they would read the lyric sheet that comes with the album or, you know, look it up or something, and then they know the lyrics to the song. Why would they have an interpreter there? Just in case, it's, my I mind. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Old. I don't know, man. I have nothing to clarify here because like, this is the kind of shit people get canceled for all the time. Yeah, yeah well, I love deaf people. When I was growing up, my parents show. were uh, good friends with deaf people who know new sign language and shit. He used to drive. I was like, how are you gonna know? Like, how do you drive in silence? That's crazy. Man. Yeah, shit. You don't know anything of what's happening. But, I used uh, to work for a deaf guy. Oh yeah, yeah. So I just thought it was an interesting idea. Like they're like teach sign language, and I, I think that's insanity. It's like, how do I? Get, so there's this school in New York that's kind of been. I listened to a podcast about it, and it's like basically this school's been gentrified. It used to be like a lot of poor black kids who went to this school, and then all of a sudden, a lot of like rich white people started moving in, and they took over the government of the school. You know, which they are one to do. Yeah. Like a lot of immigrants do, like they take over whole fucking cities, right? And they they just oh, yeah. come into a city and then they take over the whole government and then they're doing whatever the fuck they want to do. So there's this whole French program at this school and they're teaching all these kids. Why the fuck are you teaching these kids French? Literally no fucking purpose for one country. You yeah. want to teach somebody a language, teach them Spanish, <laughs> you know, teach them something you can use. I just don't understand pouring resources into teaching all these kids French at this school. Well, a lot of it, you know, it's like the shit we learned in school too. Um, most of which we could not carry over into our regular lives after we graduated. You know, you learn the basics and then after that, you kind of go along with whatever. Um, but yeah. People, you know, who took that shit in high school, any language, they're like, oh, I took Spanish in high school. Like, oh, so you speak Spanish? Like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like how many, well, right now, English and Spanish are like the two major things. And so I can understand teaching kids Spanish. Um, But French, I don't know. Do we have enough French population that we would need, you know, to learn that? No, it would only serve you if you went to Quebec or if you went to fucking France. Yeah. You know, 
it's, 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 I'm saying it's, it's a pointless endeavor. Now, why we're teaching these kids this? Remember when I was in school, you could learn German. Uh, when I was in like junior high, you didn't have to do it. So I was like, why would I learn a language if I don't have to? That sounds terrible. I'll take shop or <laughs> fucking art or home ec. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of here. I would take German just to like learn swears and shit. Yeah. So I can transpose Hitler's speeches. <laughs> Der Eier von Satan. <laughs> I was a fucking neo Nazi punk kid when I was 16 and I didn't want to take German. Uh, Not yeah. even 16, more like 14. I don't really see the use of it because, like I said, there's not enough German speaking. I mean, more people speak Mandarin and Cantonese and Spanish than they do any other language here, really. Well, that's where I'm at. I don't know about your area. Here we speak American. We speak American, man. Uh, we speak American up here, eh? No, I don't know. There's <laughs> a lot of white people here. There are people, you know, it's getting more and more diverse, they, uh, <laughs> they arrested this woman. I don't know where the fuck she is. She's from somewhere else. I don't know. Um, she had kept a goat in her in her apartment. <laughs> and then just one day, she was outside of her apartment building. Walking the goat? With his goat hanging up off a tree. And she's, oh, like, shit. <laughs> she's like butchering a goat. Damn. Just, you know, I thought no, she like, took You just sent immigrants back in this fucking, in this city, like, a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> You just took shit to a very dark place. I thought she was out on the street walking the goat, man. No, no, no. She fucking butchered that thing outside of her apartment building. <laughs> yeah. This is for our Lord Satan. Oh, not even any cool satanic shit. Yeah, I know. It's just uh, goat, uh, goat meal, goat soup. I don't know. Some shit. Where was she from? I don't remember. I don't know. And me just speculate would be, would be yeah. incorrect. She had a fucking goat, she, though. That's the thing. She's from the Middle East or Asia. One of those. I think she might have been from the Middle East. I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter, but it was just fucking crazy. <laughs> and that goat was... People like, where was that goat? Oh, yeah, that goat was in the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Slaughtering goats. Typically, oh. you know, on this podcast, we're all about that, you know? Yeah, we're all for that shit. Slaughtering goats? Like, fuck yeah, dude. Are we drinking its blood? Is it midnight under a full moon? Let's go. Nope. Um. So there's another, an unpopular conversation to have. We shouldn't <laughs> even have had that deaf conversation. Um, do you want anyway. me to do you want me to timestamp and remove that? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another odd thing I had this week that I thought about. Every nearly every band would be better with a dedicated vocalist slash singer. Say that again. Every uh, nearly every band who doesn't have a dedicated singer would be better if they did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I you think know what I'm saying. I can agree. Mega with Death that. or. Bands. I started thinking about it. it was like a case by case. Megadeth definitely should have had a, a different singer. Yeah. Metallica, maybe? Mm. They might not. Uh, I don't know. Metallica, they, they kind of 
were looking for that to happen, but it ended up with James on vocals. So I don't know. I guess it was pretty good. Like who else? Uh, who are you thinking? Like Motley Crue? Um, any well, band that's had a revolving door of like singers and shit, or just I'm uh, saying a band who like the guitar player or the bassist does vocals. Oh, so like Deicide then? Well, technically, like, <laughs> but um, he's really fucking awesome at it. Yeah, that's it could true. be wrong. It was just something I started thinking about. Megadeth definitely should have had a singer. Yeah, I hate Dave Mustaine's vocals. Well, Dave was looking for a singer, and I think it was Chris Poland who said oh, you should just sing, and so that's how they ended up with it. <laughs> no. Hello, me. It's me again. Oh God, <laughs> that shit's cringe as fuck, man. Uh, I don't know. I used to love that shit back in the day, man. We used to sing that while walking down the street. A dark black past is my most valued possession. <laughs> like kids <laughs> these days. It's like those kids worship Satan. I don't know. There's something to think about, you know, because like maybe because I did vocals in metal bands. But I was like metal, especially. It's like you can you're just limited when you're playing you can't do all the shit I can do you know yeah. what I'm saying like you can't do all the shit that somebody who's just doing vocals can do because they're not encumbered to like I think there's a level of shit you can s sing when you're playing right I think so but some people like bringing up the Dave Mustaine thing again he's fucking amazing on guitar and he sucks at doing vocals but he can actually do both at the same time Right, but that's because it's it's patterned around it. I've been in bands where there's no singer. Okay. And things are patterned around what you're able to do with when you're playing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Versus if you have a vocalist, you can just do whatever the fuck you want. You know, you're not you're you're not encumbered by your hand having to be in the same rhythm or you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. You know, so, it's like Pantera if you know. Yeah, I was just about to think of the same thing. Dimebag like, did vocals, which they did do a band for a while, the three of them. And then they did that album with David Allen Coe, which is <laughs> insanity. <laughs> like, what a fucking, what a bizarre thing, dude. Pantera's, you know, minus Phil with David Allen Coe singing. That shit's so crazy. Wow, I'm going to have to hear that. You never heard that? No, I never heard that. Oh, dude, Rebel Meets. I mean, you know David Allen Coe is, right? Yeah. I guess fucking, I guess something else. <laughs> but him doing fucking vocals over like Pantera style shit is fucking insanity, man. <laughs> it's got to sound so surreal. It is. I'm oh, going to look that nothing, shit up. Ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah, that's the song. That was like the song they released. It's pretty wow. fucking great. It's worth checking out. But anyway, I don't know. Is the uh, Corpse Grinder put out a song from his uh, new album? Oh yeah. And we were talking in the last episode, like, oh, I mean, like, we don't. It's not going to be acoustic no. or lounge music or something. <laughs> but like, will it be different? The answer, no. It's not really different. No. No. Um, what is the song called? Something about an acid vat. Yeah, acid vat. It's um. That's it. 
Yo, acid vat. <laughs> not even like something in an acid vat. It's just not like, even like infants in an acid vat. Yeah. Yeah, the album cover looks pretty sick though. It's got corpse grinder. He looks kind of very superhero-ish, and he's uh, slaughtering zombies, pulling out their hearts, um, choking one, ripping off their torso. So yeah, the album cover looks really good, but it's. Well, Jasta described it as a mix of hardcore thrash metal and death metal, but I really only hear a lot of death metal. I mean, dude, it's got it's got a guest appearance by Eric Rutan, who's in Cannibal Corpse with him. Like, bro. <laughs> he was Cannibal Corpse with without the Cannibal Corpse. Minus. <laughs> oh, no, corpse Grinder calls it thrash and death metal thrash and hardcore. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't Jasta. It was Corpse Grinder who said that. Yeah, what is Jamie Jost as part of this? Did he produce it? Uh, Working with yeah, George he, has been a dream come true. Yeah, he produced it. But no, it doesn't sound like hardcore. It sounds like death metal. Yeah. I, so, you know, it's like at least do something different. You know, like, hey, man, maybe I was like, I was thinking about writing a song about, you know, something that's not fucking zombies and and acid vat and stuff not like I was thought about doing a song not about fucking women with knives and shit <laughs> <laughs> that's not even his era like all the, no, all the real going, fucking hardcore badass shit was with Barnes <laughs> as far as like titles and shit you know like stripped yeah. raped and strangled fucked with a knife necropedophile I mean like the hardcore shit was with Barnes <laughs> yeah the crazy shit yo um I mean, is there a more intense one than fucked with a knife? I mean, that's like, it's simple. It's, it's one of the, it's just, it's beautiful. You know? Yeah. And also stripped, raped and strangled too. I mean, that was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they think they're they know dead. who I am. All they know is I love to kill. Yeah. Shit. They're all dead by <laughs> strangulation. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that song's fucking, that was, uh, I think that song, like some people don't like that song, but I think that was such a, like, a good song because it had the, it was like verses and choruses, you yeah, know Yeah, it had rhythm. It, and it when was... it comes back to the chorus, the chorus is like kind of catchy. Yep. You know, it's like that song was where they could have went, you know, they could have took it more standardized. They didn't do it. <laughs> I come alive in the darkness, left murdered and nameless. Yeah. That, that cor- That's the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fucking good. But I think I that's mean, the chorus. Oh. Shit. Corpse Grinder has been with uh, Cannibal Corpse now for like, what, 25, 28 years? Some shit like that. I think Vile came out in 96. Yeah, 96. So. He's been with them for a good. long fucking time. I'm just saying, like, maybe you want to do something else. Like, maybe you're like, oh, I wonder what, like, I'd like to do vocals over. Is, is a vocalist, somebody who did, like, death metal and. What other bands did I do? I mean, I did vocals in a death grind bands i'm trying to think of other bands that did vocals in. sorcery which was like kind of a degent band i did i did vocals in a bunch of different styles of metal bands and like that's exciting like i would have loved if someone was like started because like i don't know how to do some forms of music yeah you know what i'm saying like guitar wise like i've played guitar for a long forever but i can't write a hardcore song or a black metal song or even a death metal song to be honest like it's just not in my wheelhouse. So, if, if like a 
real hardcore style band came, I was like, hey, we want you to do vocals. Like, that would have been amazing. I'd have been so excited to, like, I do, because I never was, like, in a real straight up punk band or anything. Like, I would have loved to do punk grind vocals. So you'd think he would want to do something else. It's just the same shit, dude. Yeah. It's, I was expecting shit. a little, something a little bit different. But I mean, when he was in, am I getting this right? He was in Monstrosity, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I almost, uh, I almost mixed it up with Malevolent Creation. I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But like, yeah, he was he in Monstrosity. Like metal? Wouldn't that have been cool? Yeah, that would have been badass, man. Like this is going to be, a, we're going to do a black metal album or I'm going to do a, a doom album or you've got to be into other shit other than just this. So I just think it's fucking doesn't make any sense. To well, me. if it was produced by Jasta, right, you would think like, oh, maybe he's leaning a little bit more on the hardcore side so he could not do the death metal growl, maybe do some hardcore screams or something. Yeah, um, here's your chance to do a lot of shit. Here's yeah. your chance, like I said, to write a song about about being depressed or about whatever you know what i'm saying or here's a chance to do some other vocals i mean you know i don't know how many people would be pissed if he actually did that they'll be like oh man he's uh, he's shitting on the legacy of cannibal corpse you know well they painted themselves into a fucking complete corner on that oh yeah by cow you know kowtowing to those motherfuckers forever yep gotta be brutal scream ah! i mean yeah, we talk about them at the albums of the year and other albums talk, but whatever. I don't know. Yeah, so I just thought that was really crazy. I mean, she's going to do the exact same thing. Mm. I mean, at I'm, least like when Kiss did fucking solo albums, like, you know, <laughs> one of them was a disco album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, Something shit. Different. Yeah. I think, have you ever heard of the band Lordy? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So they're doing this little special thing where each album is set in a different um, different timeline. So they got like a disco album. They've got like a, a 70s soul type album. You know, each one is, it's uh, it's different as shit, man. It's crazy. Hmm. I've heard a couple of They're the not songs. characters in that band, are they? Yeah, they're characters. They're like, like, like Shitty Guar. Yeah, <laughs> Shitty Guar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always called that band, Shitty Guar. They're like- uh, Aren't they I on think- the Eurovision song thing? I think they're Swedish. Yeah, I think that's how they came to prominence. Yeah. Is, you know, how they're like fucking whatever. I just said it, but I can't remember. They've got their <laughs> own movie called Dark Floors where they play. Oh, like the Eurovision pop, whatever the fuck it is. So it, like, countries have their own competitions and then they send like groups. And then all these groups from all these countries in Europe compete with their song. Oh, really? And then there's a winner every year. So that's what happened. That's that's how they got big. They won that shit. I don't think they won it, but I think maybe they were on it. Oh, okay. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. I just remember hearing about them because I was watching this horror movie called Dark Floors and all the characters they play in the movie are the characters basically that they play like when they do live shows and on the record, they're portrayed as that, you know, on the cover. Mm. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, you could at least do something interesting, right? I mean, I would want to do so. I can't seem to stay in one genre. So whenever I do some shit, it's like I don't want to do the same thing over and over again. So I definitely know where you're coming from with that. And I'm a solo album where he could do anything he wants to do. Yeah. And shit. he just does the exact same thing. He could do country fucking music, whatever. It's, just, it's more death metal. Yeah. With different guitarists. With 
I mean, I don't know who's on there. Eric, you know, the first song you put out has a guitar player from <laughs> Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> oh, Dude, shit. you want to play in my solo album? Like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, let's just call it Corpse Grinder, but it'll be Cannibal Corpse uh, uh, 1.5. I just think you could have done a ton of different shit. And as a vocalist, I don't know why you wouldn't be interested in the idea of doing other shit. You yeah. know, unless like he's one of those people who just that's all they listen to, but I doubt it. Yeah, I mean he's gotta be into other stuff, man. They've done covers so. of Metallica songs, they've done covers of possessed tracks, and like, you know, he's into lots of different shit. Well you go, George. We I'll love you, but out. why? Do you have other shit or you want to do this top albums of the year? Uh, yeah, we can get into that. I have nothing else other than that. Oh, wait, I got one thing, but it's real quick. So Dark Funeral, new album is coming. We are the Apocalypse. And that's dropping March 18th of 22. Um, the album cover like looks... With those guys, man, they're one of my favorite black metal bands. Yeah, that's a melodic black metal. Is it from Sweden? I don't know where they're from, but I don't. I don't think it's melodic either. Really, is, is they they call it that? Well, it was known as melodic black metal because it's a little bit different than like the Norwegian scene. I think mm. <laughs> basically uh, like Norwegian black metal is every black metal band that be- came to prominence in Norway. So there's not really a sound, I guess. It's like every black metal <laughs> band that ever existed in Norway. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'm, I haven't heard any tracks from it, but I am excited because Dark Funeral is one of my Yeah, favorites. they're from Stockholm. Okay. Hey, I got that right. Looks like I'm on point today. This is the sweetest black metal. I don't think, I don't view it as melodic at all, really. I mean, you know, I think of melodic black metal, I think of fucking shit I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, shit. Like, I, I don't really get into melodic shit. I was playing xbox the other day and i just had like a random metal like because you, know, you get the daily mix from spotify there'll be like five of them and it'll be different genres you listen to so i was listening to like a metal one i don't trust spotify to compile anything for me i gotta do that shit myself and there was a song playing i was like ugh, like what the fuck is this is this hypocrisy and i look and it is hypocrisy. <laughs> and i have not listened to an album from hypocrisy since like 1995 Oh, you know what I'm saying? Probably. And this when, is like some new hypocrisy album. And it sounds yeah. just like the same, you know? It's I like, wouldn't listen to any hypocrisy past 1995. I, I have. I mean, there's like one album. I forget which one it is that I had back in the day. So I have like, you know, I'd probably listen to that. And they're, they're not a bad band, but it's just. No, but I mean, the, the 90s was probably some of their best shit. One of their bands that was like, you know, at the time, but. Uh, you know, like I saw Natanic posted some video and he was wearing a Bencott Buttering Punch and Stench shirt, you know? And I was like, that's <laughs> dope as shit. The cover of Punch and Stench is like these two, I think they're severed heads even, these two old fucking dudes kissing. Oh, two severed heads of old men kissing. And Nate's got the and, cool uh, shirts, man. He's wearing a Hellhammer shirt in one of the videos. I was like, nice. Yeah. And so I was like, that's, you know, like Punch and Stench. Am I going to go back and listen to Punch and Stench or Sinister or like any of those fucking bands I, I don't you might though. I just don't find a time in my where I'm feeling that vibe at all 
like those bands were like stepping stones you know to like where i was going you know yeah but it's always nice to go back and kind of reflect on it and maybe yeah. see the reason why you liked it and see if you still like it or if your tastes have changed back then you know music was such so different to consume than it is now where, where if your buddy had that cd in their car even if you didn't like it that much you'd throw it in just because you'd be sick of everything else you didn't have everything available yeah that's right we, had, got, what was we, in your CD book, you we got too many fucking choices man that's our problem and we would drive around you know and fucking all night long smoking weed and it was like you would just listen to those albums like you know an old dismember album or something and yeah. you'd be like eh this is alright <laughs> it's not it's kind of growing on me it's not that bad yeah but there's like you know like in flames the jester race which is like Robin Hood metal <laughs> which is what I call it but you know how like, I, I don't, feel is that album that. that great no but like I bought it back in the day and so like so I would just listen to it you know because and then I listened to it enough that I was like oh, I kind of like this even though it's Robin Hood metal <laughs> Robin Hood <laughs> men in tights well, it just has that, like, you know, fucking Robin Hood sort of thing. Well, that would be, like, the melodic death metal, you know? Depends what you consider, you know, I don't know. death metal. Like, uh, At the Gates or something? Well, At the Gates is also considered melodic death metal, so... At the Gates fucking rocks, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know, rocks, we, eh? we've had this debate before. <laughs> At yeah. the gates versus in flames. Way better than in flames. Yeah. All right. You want to do these albums? Let's get to it. I've got my list right here. What's your number? <clears throat> we'll just go back and forth. What's your number five? My number five uh, for 2021 is Torn Arteries by Carcass. That shit kills, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, taking it back to heart work. That it, it at least feels like that for me, you know. And heart work was probably one of my favorites along with Swan Song. But Swan Song was a little more rock and roll-ish. Yeah, I never really fucked with uh, Carcass. I listened to it and then, you know, I don't know. Although these are going to be like a probably vastly different list. Probably. I, I can already feel that. Well, I know that because... My number one is not even a metal. I mean, it's not even metal. So, <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, a lot of people did like that Carcass album, and uh, I, at least when I listened through it, I at least thought it was respectable. It wasn't like you know what I'm saying. It wasn't like some bands they'll come back from because they haven't had an album in a while, right? <sighs> I want to say 2010 or 2012 with that Surgical Steel. So that's quite a while. Yeah, and they come back and it's like, oh, this band doesn't have it anymore. Like I saw they did, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, they still got it. it. It seems like a natural progression of where they were going when they had initially stopped before they came back out. There you go. That's your number five. And for me, number five, uh, I have Converge and Chelsea Wolf, Blood Moon One. I love Converge and I'm, I don't know about Chelsea Wolf. I'm not that I wasn't all that familiar. I mean, I guess I've seen shit from her around or whatever, but the mixing of the two is like the kind of fucking like I just like I like out of the box ideas and shit. So just doing like we're going to do an album with her like that's fucking crazy. 
and I think it's awesome. I love Converge, and I think that it's it's an interesting mix of styles. And like I said, I just love the idea of just like we're gonna do an album with this person because fucking creatively, it's interesting to us. You know? Fuck, I am entirely unfamiliar with both of those. Converge? Yeah. Isn't Converge from a like fucking East Coast? I, I feel like are. any band from the East Coast, I'm like, you fucking should know this. <laughs> you gotta know East this, Coast. man. This is your neck of the woods. I think they're like legit from your neck of the woods. Salem, Massachusetts, in 1990, they were formed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So like, right never heard of them. What right are they in your goddamn wheelhouse? Yeah. What, what do they play? Like, are are they um? Like hardcore fucking, it's like really hardcore punk kind of fucking grind, crazy shit. I don't know. You can check it out after this. Yeah. Uh, this episode should definitely have a playlist. As yes. Well with uh, top five. We will both work together on compiling that playlist. And then some of those other albums, dude, uh, I will definitely throw in um, Death, like the fucking uh, Dismember, In Flames, uh, I'm trying At to the Gates. Um, what else was there? All this? Huh? Make that playlist too. Anyway, yeah, this is very good. That's my number five. Check it out. Sweet. Yeah, I will check. Kind of went under the radar. I guess it did because I didn't even hear about it and didn't get an announcement on Spotify either. Mm-hmm. Usually they're like, if you like this, then you'll lo- like to listen to this. So. Good stuff. Um. Yeah, so is that all you got for that number five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so my number four is highly contested by uh, Viva La Jady and probably by you too. It's uh, Trivium in the Court of the Dragon. I thought it was great. I really mm. enjoyed it. Um, mm. But yeah, Viva La Jady was like, no, man, the best one was the one that came out a couple of years ago. I, I forgot the name. Of the- <laughs> I forgot the title of it. But yeah, um, I've been I am a big like I'm super into um, what dead men say that. Album. OK, yeah. What the dead men say. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last I I like every other trivia album. It's really weird. Like I like the album. Is the album in waves or just the first song? Whatever it is. Yeah. In waves like, was the album. I like that album. But then the next one I wouldn't. Um, part of why I don't like the new trivium is just the theme of it. You know, like the what the drag. Like, I'm, I'm out, dude. <laughs> I'm out with your D&D fucking bullshit. You know? <laughs> oh, man. I don't even think the whole album revolves around that, though. Oh, I'm sure it does. But, yeah, it feels like... Um, it feels a little bit like Shogun and uh, The Crusade before that, except it doesn't have that really sing-songy stuff that I didn't like in The Crusade. So, you know, they're back to that whole... Raw, raw, raw type thing, and I don't know. It was just really good. I enjoyed it. All right, there you go. I don't hate it. I've listened to it. I, I, I just like for me, it's just like, a, eh, it's fine. Yeah, it's kind of. I don't just like it as much me. as like what the Dead Men say for some reason. It's like that just has like, um, I mean, it's really progressive, but it has like great choruses. You know, yeah. like what the Dead Men say. I mean, every song's got 
that catastrophe has a great fucking uh, chorus on it. Oh, it's fucking good. I mean, I won't deny that. The only Trivium album I didn't like was uh, Vengeance Falls, produced by the guy from Disturbed. It just sounds like a Disturbed clone. So, yeah, that's the only one I didn't like. But yeah, I'm a Trivium Um, fan. So, my number four... Is uh, Gohira, Born for One Thing, came out February 17th, and just fucking jams. I like Gohira. They continue to just, like, fucking push, and they also have their own sound. You know, when you hear something in a second, you're like, oh, this is Gojira, because it's got that... I don't even know how to replicate <laughs> that weird-ass fucking high-pitched sound that they put in the riffs and shit. <laughs> this yeah. album fucking uh, jams. Especially for a bunch of French dudes. Shit. They're uh they're progressive uh prog death not death metal, prog metal, right? I don't know, dude. Like when people ask me genres, it's like I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's always like been the way since you know, like I've said that on the show before. Like when we we would go out and play shit back in the day and people would be like, Oh, you're this or that or this band is this, you guys like this, and like this is all death metal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so like we just had our little insulated group. Like we didn't really fuck with genres. You know, it wasn't like deathcore, black and deathcore, all this shit. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't fuck with all that. I don't know what they are, but they're good. And I've been a fan for a long time. I think this album was one of their better ones that they've done. Okay. I can dig that. Uh, my number three, Existence is Futile by Cradle of Phil. Just something yeah, about I, it. That was a fucking good album. Yeah. It was, it felt like a return to form from kind of the, ooh, hit the mic, <laughs> from like the late 90s, man. It just had that feeling to it. And I was like, okay. It, it, it was almost like when, um, you know, Cannibal Corpse came out with Violence Unimagined. And it felt like the album had a bit of reinvigoration to it with Eric Rutan playing guitar. Um, that was like this with the Cradle of Filth album. Yeah, I think, and they're actually a band that I, I really have kept up with and continue to enjoy Cradle of Filth. Yeah, same here. Samesies, bruh. Did I call that fucking album wrong? Uh, which one? I think I did. I just took, like, copy and paste my shit. Oh, no, this is a metal albums. Okay. I was like, am I calling those albums that I did wrong? Oh. But based on where I like, just took, I just went through and fucking looked at a list of, like, all the fucking albums that came out, basically. And then I would just screenshot the ones I, I wanted. And, like, looking at it, I'm like, Wait, is that the name of the song? Or is that the... <laughs> anyway. Oh. Uh, Mastodon, Hushed and Grim. I knew that was going to be on your list. I fucking knew it. I am. It's just like the most 40 year old white dude band, right? <laughs> it's like Mastodon. This is what I was thinking in preparation of. Mastodon is, is Rush. Mastodon is what Rush is to like. I don't know. I'm a huge Rush fan anyway, but 
60 year old guys you know like i don't know what it is dudes who were into that shit in the 70s like mastodon is that to like 40 year old dudes now so mastodon is the rush of this new age here i think so dude i think so fucking somebody come at me and disagree i don't know they have i'm thinking tremendous drummer like tool would be like the rush of this generation too man they put out less Tool wants albums. wants to be the King Crimson of this generation. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't so think you're is. wrong. I, I really don't think you're wrong there. Tool identified. If you add, they definitely are way more up that alley than they are the Rush Alley. Yeah, they're very psychedelic. And fucking... Uh, well, they're kind of like Pink Floyd, too, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I give you that. Like, that's more and more. But Mastodon is just just prog they're just a prog band at this point they were always pretty proggy but and this album it took a little bit to grow on me but uh i mean dude tear the song cheer drinker which is like the uh the lead the lead single from it jesus dude i mean the singing in that shit is just unbelievable the harmonies and like all three of them are singing and at this point, Bran is doing a lot of the vocals, or the drummer, Braun. I guess they, I think they say they can pronounce it Braun. You know, it's spelled Bran. <laughs> Bran Flakes. Um, Dude, hmm? I think we talked about that on the last episode where you were saying how Brent Hines was kind of crazy. And, uh, oh, he's super crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It showed some of the singing of the studio. He's, his voice seems super weak. He usually doesn't sing live, but he does on the albums. Because live, he's not very good. He sings all the old songs that he did, but okay. he's really shit live. Yeah. I just think this album is fucking great. I love Mastodon. I fucking look forward to their shit. They're one of my favorite bands, and uh, I think they're just like for like a lot of dudes. I, I still listen to death metal and shit, but it's like a lot of dudes who don't like. That's like one of the metal bands they still rock with, you know. Mm. Yeah, because it, it feels they like they performed a... on TV too, like on Fallon, maybe or did they? Yeah, they played Tear Drinker on one of those shows. I think it was Fallon. Well, I don't watch yeah. them shows, so I don't know. I mean, I don't either. On YouTube, I watch clips. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there you go, Nasty All right, very cool number. Number two, man. You you know this was coming. Uh, Fear Factory with the final album with Burton Bell as the singer. Aggression Continuum. It just fucking... Dude, that shit takes me back to the first time I heard Soul of a New Machine or the second album. I keep forgetting names. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm way too baked right now. <laughs> huh? uh, but yeah, Fear Factory demanufacture. Um, it kind of it brings me back to the era in between Soul of a New Machine and Demanufacture. So it's like, I don't know. I love it. And it's. I, I thought it was good. I definitely thought it was good. Better than some of their later albums that they've done. Oh, yeah. Definitely better than that fucking Transgression album. That was garbage. Which one? Transgression. Oh, yeah. The, where it was, it sounded like a heavy metal U2. I don't know. I, I wasn't into that fucking weird yeah this is i mean that's the thing too is like is this the end of fear factory too it's like at least with burton c bell maybe i don't know yeah well dino was saying he already has a uh, new singer lined up and it's gonna surprise a lot of people 
and they're going to keep doing their thing. But I'm just like, Fear Factory without Burton Bell? I don't know. I just can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you can replace everybody in every band, you know, so which is an unpopular view. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, he was the voice for like three fucking decades, man. Yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know, I it's know. just, it's insane. <laughs> I know, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I think you replace anybody in a band. I remember when, uh, you know, Dimebag, after he was killed, I was like, dude, what are you going to do? Or have Zach Wilde do it. <laughs> Some people are like, oh. <laughs> Dimebag is irreplaceable. You son of a bitch. Do a tour. They should have done a tour with Zach Wilde. They should have toured all over the fucking place. They made a fuckload of money. Zach is really good, but I fucking hate Black Label Society. Really. I don't like Black Label Society. I'm not into that. Uh, my number two album of the year. Every Time I Die, Radical. Just came out on October 22nd. I knew that was either going to be your number two or number one, man. It fucking jams. <laughs> it not only does it jam because all eat it jams, but it's the perfect album for the time. You know, like songs like Post Boredom um, and also other songs, you know, um, some of the lyrics in there are fucking just great, man. Yeah, when you sent me the link, I was digging it. I think that was the first one I the first album by them that I heard because I didn't really get into that. You know, it's the perfect album for this pandemic era. Like all the songs just feel like, you know, they were created within the parameters of it. And they're also kind of some of them are about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like just the times we live in, like the fucking war, warring sides of people. And it's just like the perfect album for the time. I think like lyrically, Keith Buckley just fucking ripped it on this album and vocally and just the whole thing. It's just so good. Like the soundtrack to uh, the last couple of years. Yeah, I feel like it. But I've been an ETID fan for fucking ever, so I think all their shit's great. But this one is especially good. <clears throat> Horns their best album up. ever? Mm-hmm. Best album ever, you say? Of theirs? Theirs? Maybe their best album ever. Yeah. I'd have to go but through the really discography good. and check. See if uh see what I like more. I mean you listen to you listen to much every time I die? Oh, uh, just the new one you showed me. Other than that, no, I haven't. There you go. What is your number one? Number one. <laughs> that is, of course, uh, Violence Unimagined, Cannibal Corpse. Holy shit. I, <laughs> I wasn't sure if they would do it. I wasn't sure if they would do it. Yeah. I, it was in contention with a couple other groups that will get honorable mention, but I don't know. Cannibal Corpse really brought it, man. This was fucking 2021 Cannibal Corpse. Hell yeah. It was good. I think it was. I don't know. Maybe it was. I'm not sure. I, I feel like it is better than some of the recent albums of theirs I've heard. You know, like yeah. I did jam it for a bit. Yeah, we were I don't playing know. that like uh, the whole for like the whole two months that we were doing the show. Like every every couple of weeks, I was always blasting that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know I'm just one of those like I know most of their fans don't want it but like i just like come on i would say do something different yeah you know like i, I don't know I, I don't i'm not interested in a band doing the same shit for 25 years you know what i'm saying like 
that's like people think it's blasphemy but like my favorite slayer album is diabolus and musica because they actually did something different for a change you know yeah but when you're in a death metal band what else can you really do you're known for the brutality and everything and and the fucking murderous lyrics and all the shit so like what else where can you go from there you know i think i think riff wise you can go anywhere like I mean, oh they can yeah toss but, any kind of metal in there if they want and i mean yeah they could that's true but i mean you can't really get change the and play gent if they want Oh, but I liked it. I did think it was the best album they put out in a while. Yeah, because because uh, Eric Rutan was in there probably. Well, he's fucking good. Yeah, he doesn't hurt. He's crazy as fuck, man. I mean, on the guitar. Oh, I would say the guy he replaced is crazy. Yeah, as the fuck. guy he replaced is crazy as shit. I forget what was that Pat? O- no, that wasn't Pat O'Brien, was it? Um, I Paul Paul Mazurkowitz or fucking is that who? No, it was? That's the drummer. Oh, the drum. Okay. What was it? Uh, Owen? Pat Owen? That could be. There's too many fucking people going in and out there. Like all these names of people, <laughs> guitar players who've been in that band. Was it Rob Barrett used to play guitar in that band? Yeah, Rob Barrett. <laughs> fucking. Like they I always like Rob Barrett. I think Rob Barrett was one of my favorite guitar players in Corpse. He was in Obituary, too. Oh, was he? I think so. He He did the rounds in Obituary for a while. It's like these guys have a revolving door of guitarists, man. They kind of trade out like well, baseball dude, when someone, you know, if something happens with your guitar player, you're going to think like, who have we played shows with? Oh, yeah, that guy's cool. Yeah, that's true. That is very true, my friend. Um, My number one, Turnstile Glow On. I knew it. I fucking knew Turnstile was going to show up on there. I've been saying it everywhere. I've been saying everywhere I go, like, this is my album of the year. Yeah, I see you posted that shit before, like, a couple, few weeks ago or something. Yeah, since it, since it came out August uh, 27th, and it's completely new to me. I'm not a retro Turnstile fan. I've never heard of them. I happened to see, came up in my shit, and it was just a live video of them playing Right after, I mean, during this pandemic, recently in Baltimore, maybe this summer in Baltimore, which is their hometown, at a band shell. And it's like this packed with people and they're going fucking ape shit. Remember, I remember that I came on the show and I was like, oh, I saw this band and I was like, I don't know if I like it yet, you know? Yeah. But it grew on me. And then like, you I watched that and then I got the it. album and I listened to it and I was like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I don't know. But it just, at some point, you know, I just like, got super into it. and I listened to it the fucking... Well, the year end, it was one of my most listened to albums. It came out in August. God damn. I think it's it's not metal. It's it's an evolution of hardcore. It's still hardcore punk. Yeah, it's very hardcore. different. I don't know. I, I just couldn't get into it. I may have to listen to it a little bit more and have it grow on me. But, you know, upon first listen, I was like, eh, I don't see the appeal. The album before this, you probably would dig. You know, some people dig that a little more because it's a little more straightforward. But even that album is more pushing the genre. And I think Glow On is just like kind of the next level of it's like, what can you do with hardcore punk? These guys are doing some interesting shit with hardcore punk. You know? Yeah. A lot of like weird guitar effects. And I mean, a lot of just crazy shit in there. It's really light and it goes to really heavy punk and. Just such a good album. I, I fucking really dig it. 
<clears throat> and when I first, when I was like, this is really good, I sent it to my group of like, of uh, old guys, uh, you know, I used to be in bands with and shit. And some of them were like, oh, I hate that. And then some of them were like, a couple weeks later, we're like, wow, I've just been listening to this album nonstop. And <laughs> <laughs> it on repeat. Turnstile glow on. Fucking rips. Fucking turnstile, man. So, some other things that came out this year. I have this list here. Yeah, I got the I got the honorable mentions of this list too. Okay. Yeah, what do you got? Um a lot of it is death metal, so it's uh <laughs> Pathology, the Everlasting Plague, fucking rips. You been ripping you listening to this album this year? Fuck yeah, dude. I'm just checking. Pyrexia, I, I think I was telling you about that, where they have the intro to Mob Deep shook ones, and I thought I was listening to the wrong thing until the until the guitars came in. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, Evil, actually like the actually like it with uh, Old Drake singing instead of Matt Drake. So yeah, Evil is on the list. We know who that is. You don't even know who Evil is. Evil, yeah. No, it sounds like a rapper. Evil, no. <laughs> Man, uh, they did enter the grave. A thrash metal band sounds a little bit like Slayer. Like their second album sounded way too much like Slayer. All our shit is just like completely, <laughs> completely different. <laughs> of like Architects for those that wish to exist. That album came out in February. I like that. It's a little pop metal. Really, you have to be into the pop metal to get into it, probably. But I don't know. It's, it's heavy shit. It's heavy, but it's got triumphantly saying choruses. I would probably be into that. I think that album is actually really good. Thanks. What else you got? Um, let's see. Oh, I mean, other ones that I just had comments about. Between the Buried and Me put out Colors 2, which is a sequel to their previous album of Colors. Not, I don't think that was the last album. Like, meh, might have been. I just think it's like too far for me. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you listened to Between the Buried and Me or not, but I haven't listened. It started to as like a really fucking hardcore, crazy death yeah, metal yeah. band. That's what and I'm then saying. Slowly over time, they've added in like clean singing, and but I appreciate that. Even though like I wasn't, I'm not saying this album is trash or anything. It was good, but it wasn't like it didn't live up to my expectations. But I thought uh, I do appreciate where those guys have pushed their music to. You know? mm-hmm. Um, also, same for... I don't know how the fuck you even pronounce this band. Be you pronounce N-I-H-I-L? Nihil? Nihil? I don't know. Nihil? Yeah, Nihil, maybe? They had an album. Their last album was really fucking good. And I enjoyed it. And then this one is not as much. It's kind of the same thing. They just keep pushing it. And they're evolving and evolving. And like maybe this is like a little far for me. But it's a similar thing to Between the Buried and uh, I don't know that I loved it, but I don't hate it, and I appreciate the effort. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounds like a black metal band name. Yeah, they definitely uh, not. Surprise of the year, man. Age of Apocalypse. So, I was on Facebook looking at posts and shit, and uh, Mike from Necromania, that's the guy we had on over the summer, said you know if you listen to if you like old life of agony which i love old life of agony check out age like of apocalypse of huh i like life of agony okay yeah so i checked out age of apocalypse their album the way came out this year 
brought me back to like 1995, man, where I, when I was listening to like River Runs Red, Ugly, those Life of Agony albums. I was like, holy shit, man. This really caught me off guard, but I fell in love with it immediately. So yeah, definitely check out Age of Apocalypse The Way. Some like hardcore mixed in with that, uh, those uh, very somber vocals. It's, it's very dark. Oh, fucking River Runs Red, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. It took me, like, that was an album that back in the day when we heard it, we were like, the riffs and shit were cool, but man, the vocals were, we couldn't get behind the vocals. Oh, yeah. When I was a young man, but yeah, that definitely grew on me. It's where. Yeah, dark as fuck, man. Awesome. Oh, time, but you ain't <laughs> the river runs red, and I think I'm dying. Uh, that album's great, and I love their newer albums, actually. Really? I, I like them, but I don't like them as much as River Runs Red and Ugly. Uh, let me look here. What's this one called? Hold on. Oh, you fucking... A Place Where There's No More Pain? Is that what you're talking about? Let me see. Discography. Broken Valley from 2005. Oh, like, I love okay. that album. Yeah, Broken I Valley really was like good. That. I dug that. And they had the album in 2019. I thought that was pretty good too. I like Life of Agony. I saw Life of Agony uh, when what is his name? No, uh, Mina. Before before Keith before Mina became I mean before Keith became Mina. Yeah, he was out of the band for a while. Yeah, and I saw Life so of Agony shit. with Whitfield Crane from Ugly Kid Joe. It was dope as fuck. Wow. And I wish that shit was out there somewhere. I don't know. I'm sure it's not because it'd have to be live from the era. But yeah, Whitfield Crane singing fucking Life of Agony shit. And I'm going to have to give a dollar to fucking hear that. I bet it's somewhere up on YouTube. I This is like 1997. Dude, people got shit from the 70s, man, on YouTube. Well, so I know, but I'm going to type that in right now. I'm pretty sure I looked for it in the past and I sound like a Black Sabbath cover. Because they did do that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Whitfield Crane on vocals, 1998. Oh, yeah? Yep. Okay, it was 1998 then. 31 minutes long. I'm going to check that out. 31 minutes long? Yes. Yeah, 34. So, huh? Oh, no, wait. Life of Agony, Montreal, 98. That's not Whitfield Crane. That's Keith. Uh, this one says Life of Agony... It looks like oh. Colm or maybe somewhere in the fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's 31 minutes. Dude. Yeah, okay. Three years ago. It might have been more than three years ago when I looked. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be awesome, man. Yeah. Hear him singing all those songs. But anyway, that was cool. Yeah, yeah man. Holy big... shit, my stomach is like going fucking crazy. God damn. You didn't eat I'm nothing? So hungry. Anyway, what now? Um. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to continue on with our worst or if you just want well, we to shit on. I mean, we got to we got to shit on the <laughs> gotta... biscuits garbage. Album. Yeah, <laughs> the one that I didn't even listen to. I didn't even bother to fucking listen to it. That's how much I do not like Limp Biscuit. Oh, dude, you didn't even listen to it. No, man. I listened to the first song and it's this dog shit. But uh, Loudwire gave it number four on their top 45 albums of the year. Of course they did, because it's fucking Limp Biscuit, man. Yeah. Limp Biscuit sucked. Limp Biscuit sucks. And you kind of suck if you like them, man. 
Or you're not really. You're just really caught up in the, you know, I get it. Things from, you know, you're just caught up in the nostalgia. I don't know, but there's you and I both agree on that $3 bill was their best album. And that's the only good album. Yeah, the only one that we like. That album is really good. But Fred Durst fucking sucks. And that's the biggest issue with the new album is just. He's the main turnoff of like listening on listening to that shit. And he's trying to sing a lot on the new one, and it's like, dude, you could never sing. Yeah, remember when he did that uh behind blue eyes cover? Mm. <laughs> oh, that was when he, he was trying to do shit with Aaron Lewis abstained, and it was like, nah, man, I'm good. You heard this band Spirit Box? Everybody's like, oh my god, Spirit Box. Loudwire gave that album Eternal Blue um, album of the year. It's just fucking just metal with like a hot chick singing and it's, it's, it's just nothing to me. I don't get it, but everyone's like, oh my god, it's this album's so fucking good. Never even gave it a play, man. I would watch it on a video on YouTube so you can at least see the chick. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Number what five on Loudwire? Number five. Iron Maiden and Jutsu. Yeah, you're an was, Iron Maiden fan and you're saying it was shit. It was, no, did not like it. It was boring as fuck. I'm sorry, but. You listen to like uh, a song of it just to hear it. Cause I'm not, a, I'm not an Iron Maiden fan, admittedly. Like, you know, when the hills if that comes on, I'm like, yeah, that's cool, you know? Yeah. Or. Well, I'm an old I'm, school Maiden fan. I like probably their first uh, eight albums and everything after that I wasn't really into. So like, I was like, oh yeah, they got Bruce Dickinson on vocals, but this was so plodding and boring. It just felt like a chore to get through. I was like, even the this. the production I thought was like, I was like, holy shit, you can't put on an album in twenty twenty one. I know it's Iron Maiden, but still, <laughs> sounds like this. Yeah, uh, it was super boring. Jeez, would not recommend. No. I'm trying to see some of these other ones. I'm just going through their list here to see if any like pop out. Well, I mean, you, you guys have lost your fucking minds. Number eight, Halloween. Oh, get no, they were never good. No, get the no. fuck out of here. No, dude. Dude, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Even when I saw them live in 1988, I shouted, you suck. How oh, is that your number? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these things are just so. Now, granted, every time I die was number two and Turnstile was number three. So they are pretty smart. I mean, they have, you know some good taste but Halloween a new Halloween album is the eighth best album of the year yeah your no. website is fucking out of his mind <laughs> mainstream metal is so old that's I notice that because we'll look for news for the show and I go to these metal sucks or whatever and it's just like oh Queensryche like what is the fuck about Queensryche dude yeah and, and like updates on Ozzy's status and uh, bringing shit back from the past and just mostly talking about a lot of old shit that doesn't really have any bearing on today. Yeah. Trivium in the Court of the Dragons, 11. Gohira Fortitude is 10. Um, is Cannibal Corpse on that list at all? Oh, it's on there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. Convergent Chelsea Wolf, 13. Era, 14. I actually do like this fucking my, Marty from the Czech Engine Lights. Like, He's like, oh, yeah, my boss was talking to me, and he asked if I like metal, and I said I do, and he said, check out this band, Era, and they fucking suck, and he sent over a thing, and I'm like, <laughs> I actually really like that. <laughs> I really like this band. So that album came out this year. Uh, I fucking dig it, man. It's like metalcore. It's metal also got a very, you know, 
heavy fucking verse and then the fucking chorus, which I'm a sucker for. Silent Planet? Don't know who that is. Did you say Archspire? Did you talk about them? I don't even know who they are. No, I don't know who they are. Uh, I'm just seeing like, oh, Cannibal Corpse, number 19. Jesus Christ, 19. It should be up there a little bit more. Mastodon Hushed and Grim is 20. That should be oh, up 21 there. Ginger. Have you heard of that band? Yeah, it's spelled with a J, right? Yeah. Okay. Another yeah. one of those kind of like, I hate to put them all in like, this is a band, metal band with a hot chick, but that's pretty much the deal. Isn't yeah, it's kind of like Flyleaf. You know, the, the woman is a lead singer. Yeah. Ginger. Number 23, Exodus, Persona Non Grata. Well, that you was like a, Exodus, don't you? Yeah, I like Exodus. That was a good. That was in my honorable. Bleh, I can't even speak right now honorable mentions but i figured you know i don't want to have a super long list so yeah exodus man it was pretty good but it just felt a little dated to me yeah, right out of town dudes are like 60 <laughs> he's i think they're all like fucking glenn danzig is like in his i think he's 65 now or some shit you listen to this band frozen soul nope never heard of them their album crypt vice Crypt voice. Are they death metal? They look like a black metal band. Evanescence, The Bitter Truth, 25. Wow, Chevelle, Evanescence? 26. Who knew they had a fucking album? Who the fuck is this? Guy? I didn't even know Evanescence was still around. Fuck. Dude, where is Rob Zombie on that list? Because I want to shit on the Lunar Injection. Yeah, that sucks. It's that was on here. hot <laughs> fucking garbage. I'm up to 28 and it's not on here because yeah, it's fucking sucked. That guy sucked. <laughs> I saw him live a couple of years ago and he actually, you know, it was like him and Marilyn Manson going back and forth. And Manson opened for him and didn't play as long as long as I would have liked. But we had Rob Zombie forever. He put on a good show, but well, yeah, he's, he's got so few songs live. that anybody gives a fuck about. He just plays a bunch of covers and shit. Right. Well, he should do his uh, shit from the White Zombie days. It's like more human than human. I think maybe he did Thunderkiss 60. I think he did Thunderkiss 65. Or Black Sunshine, maybe. Yeah. This is Black Sunshine. I get behind those two White Zombie albums. Probably the best. Even Astro Creep 2000s, like fucking disco metal. Yeah. Well, the, that was when they were going leaning more into like the industrial, industrial kind of thing. I think that like that album by itself is the reason that uh, Static X was a thing. <laughs> they yeah. all really like that album. Static X. 28. Mammoth WVH. That's uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. Okay. Yeah. Why do I care about that? I'm just telling you. Uh, Foo <laughs> Fighters, Medicine at Midnight. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, fucking dig that album. The Foo I'm Fighters a huge Foo Fighters fan, but I did not really like the new one. Hmm. Dave Grohl Melvins, is fucking Working everywhere. with God, number 32. That's pretty tasty album. I love the Melvins. Beer Factory. Uh, Aggression Continuum, 33. Ministry had an album this year. I didn't even know. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Dream Theater. Like, Dream Theater will come every once in a while on these my, my daily playlist or whatever from <laughs> Spotify. And it's like, I'm like, this is okay whatever this is and then the singing comes on I'm like ugh oh it's Dream Theater I could never get into them yeah White Chapel oh yeah White Chapel had that album 
Yeah, didn't they go from like deathcore to something else now? I don't. I mean, they're definitely doing different shit. Yeah, they're doing some definitely, absolutely different shit, man. Yeah, and I don't. It's these guys singing and shit, but there's no catch to it. Like to me, if you're gonna sing, there has to be a catchy chorus. There has to be, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like all of it's just very like, meh. it's not. There's not like a catchy hook in there or anything. Um, what the fuck? I don't even know some of these. A lot of these bands that are like in the 40s, I don't even know who these bands are. So yeah, no, he was not on here. Rob Zombie's not on here. Wow, he's so bad he didn't even make the list. 45 best rock and metal albums. <laughs> uh, there you go. Take that with a grain of salt, if you will. Well, yeah, it's this loud wire. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Like, where do you consider the the best place to get your metal news from? I don't. I don't know. Nah. I think those sites all suck, really. They'll have, like, something that's worthy. You know, they'll have, like, a, a decent story, but then the rest of it's just, like, what Corey Taylor thinks and stuff. Cause yeah. Which one is that? Metal sucks? Or that's, like, a trope now? Yeah, that metal like, sucks. People yeah. comment, like, well, what does Corey Taylor think? Because, like, that's they just have stories every day because he's on podcasts all the time. Yeah, oh, Corey and, Taylor said this. And what is what? How is Corey Taylor's son trying to differentiate himself from his father? It's like, shut up, get over yourself. What is this? This is crazy. Uh, metal Hammer, louder.sound.com/slash/metalhammer. I don't know. Who, this is the, the. Isn't that a fucking magazine? Yeah. Worst metal albums, lowest rated albums of twenty twenty one. Sepulchre is in here. The new Sepultura album. That should have been in my top five. That album fucking jams, dude. Wow, yeah, yeah that was good. You guys are out of their minds. And H-U, even Sepul- yeah, Sepulchre, the, the fucking revisitation where they have guests on it and everything. That was good. That was the other one. Yeah. Oh, wait, or is Sepulchre the, the one where they could all the covers? I still like that one, too. Yeah, Quadra was the, Quadra was the new release in Sepulchre, whatever the fuck. However you oh, yeah. pronounce it, that was the one where they did the re-recordings. Yeah, those are fun too. I don't know. There you go. Yeah, uh, that was all the albums. You I got anything else to talk about in there? Nah, man. It's like fucking. I think we pretty much covered everything. There you go. Giving people a whopping one hour and thirty minute show. <sighs> Merry Christmas! Don't say <laughs> Merry Christmas. We just stuffed your fucking stockings. Ooh, I'm gonna stuff you stuck. <laughs> I've got to go back. You sound up like a poor guy. A fucking abyss here in Bitten. It's like the weather was fucking nice here, man. Up until like Christmas Eve, and we've had a really good year. Barely any snow, none on the ground. Nice weather, and then just now we were just getting pounded with snow. Every time I go out, there's a bunch of fucking snow. And tomorrow, and it's just cold as shit, below zero. <laughs> Some of the days coming up are like high negative two, low negative twenty five. Like get the motherfuck out of here! God damn, I guess you you really got the cold weather because we got the forties coming up this week, man. It's like forty seven, forty eight, but it's gonna fucking rain all that week. So. <laughs> I mean, it's not that good. The rain, <laughs> rain is better than snow. Fuck that shit. There you go. That's it. Got nothing else. You got anything else? 
Nope, that's all we got. Um, all right. Yeah. Oh, one more thing before we take off. You know, you, everyone who's listening, like, let us know if you want to hear us, you know, every week. I put a poll up on Facebook, but I don't think anybody's responded to it. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> People just listen to shit and they don't interact. Yeah, <laughs> so going into the new year, it's like we're gonna try to see if like we can pump out one, one show a week. Not a, you know, not recording every week, but I'm playing like I, you know, why try that hard if nobody cares? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, let us know how you feel. Do you do you want to fucking hear us every week, or do you just like it when we pop up every now and then? Um, yeah, every two weeks. Leave a review. Like your dad who like your dad who has reduced visitation. <laughs> he gets you once every once every two weeks he gets to see you in a public place with a handler present. And cameras close by. Uh, if you like my shit, you can hear more of me on the Suplex and Elimus podcast live on YouTube every Saturday. We talk pro wrestling, all kinds of shit. Available wherever our podcasts are found. Check Engine Light Podcast on YouTube. It's about cars and shit. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Suplex City Limit. Oh, yeah. Give yourself a go to Midnight Mass Creature Cast, which I am trying to get the episode so I can give them to Jim to post up on SEL feed. Um, and the new podcast, I want to make a playlist about it. We've got the... Um, I, I don't want to butcher his name, so I'm just going to say he's like a promoter and record store owner and shit. He was, he was our guest. And we had a good time talking about songs that we thought would be good for describing going on a road trip and forgetting to pack your underwear. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, see you again next time. Until then, as always, hail Satan. Hail yourself.